Welcome back into the Crusaders Lair. This is your friend, Curtis, at Existential Romeo, and at Calm Down Warning. Episode 38. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 38. I tried to bring you in smooth. That sounded Hey, lady. Way. That yeah. was smooth. Hey, ladies. My, uh, my easy listening days are over, I guess. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> You're reliving them. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a the real... The Capos Crusaders bringing the soft hits to you at home. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Anyway, I'm... Uh, Leon Phelps, a.k.a. Curtis, a.k.a. <laughs> I got your Central autograph Romeo. picture of Delta Burke. <laughs> and I, well, yes, and I could buy you a fish sandwich anytime, yes. ladies. <laughs> anyway, uh, to my right, we have... Uh, Drew McClintock at Drew JMC. I had to check. I'm going to go to the left. <laughs> uh, that was good. Yep. To my... Which way are we going? Right. right. I need to use my fingers again. <laughs> to my right... He's still wondering why you haven't gotten the cleaning people over at the ruins of the mansion. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. No, nice. no clean. <laughs> he's, he's broken. He's broken. No clean. You clean. And to my digital right. Yes. It's because they're spending all the money on Starfoam Cups so we can uh, do our FaceTime. That's how it sounds like. This mm-hmm. is Tom at Tall, Dark, Not Ugly on everything, on everything, on time. Yep. And on the right of that. To your actual right. Um, celebrating all that is allicity. This is Justin Piper at That Mad Piper. Wow. I told Justin, I told Piper to drop that bomb. I told him just reference Elicity and just see what happens oh, on Tom's face. Too much, though. <laughs> and we can't Why see his face much? right now, so we didn't get to see it. It's all been ruined. Darn it. Stupid FaceTime. I still had to. This was my shot. Uh, yes. Not joining us tonight is David Barry at right. DR Barry. Oh, right. Yeah. Let's go to him. We might struggle with part of this without him here, so we'll uh, see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first thing I want to talk about was there's been some. Uh, what is it? News. There's been news. Oh, I thought you were gonna Mo- like inter- movie news intervention with one of us or no. something. <laughs> Tom, we need to talk. <laughs> it's not, just we can't see your face we're not actually recording a podcast tonight we are here to talk oh, about God. i don't I, <laughs> you not saying yeah. bay anymore yeah. <laughs> your vocabulary bay day no. you know what i'm saying today nope. is bay day uh-uh. no uh-uh. it's Pass. the bay day nope i say <laughs> the nay like queen bay say the queen nay bay say the nay bay hashtag it john oliver uh, so last time we recorded, the uh, Doctor Strange trailer had just dropped teaser trailer. Yes, uh, we watched that right after. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Cape flap. Oh dang! Cape flap mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Oh, it just. Tom, looked what are you doing with your so cup? Tasty. What? Yeah, Tom. What? Kind of. Sorry, I had a move. You guys were like losing connection, but we're talking about Doctor Strange. Right? I, oh I think God. we've, I think we've got connection. We, <laughs> we are connected. I think we're good. Uh, Hashtag it's all connected. here in LA, guys. I, I liked the trailer. Yes, I agree. I, I, it was uh, good. Yes. <laughs> More Asian people. This is why we more Asian people. So, so Tom is completely behind the whitewashing of no, Doctor I mean, Strange. It sounds well, like. Well, okay. Honestly, like I'm chilling because like British people take over everything, so it's like whatever. I mean, like I think technically speaking, like you know, the characters were created like in a time where like you know Asian people were like the butt of all jokes. So it ain't really like I ain't too mad about it, but like I know that there are a lot of 
Asian roles that should be given. But you know what I recently just watched? What? Jurassic World. And B.D. Wong was like a like a baller Asian like evil dude who wasn't like martial arts n- samurai ninja dude. So I'm like, I'm chilling with that. Because he's Dr. Henry Wu. He's been a badass since the first movie. Which is kind of interesting because B.D. Wong is playing Hugo Strange right now oh, on Gotham. True. Hugo Strange. Yeah. To tie it all back in. He's nowhere near muscular enough to be Hugo No, he's really, he's he's not. But that's kind of interesting that they dropped him in that spot when traditionally Hugo Strange is not an Asian male. But But we're getting back to the Doctor Strange stuff. That's why I said Strange. (laughs) See, I tied it all back in. I wasn't paying attention. You missed the Segue. I I did. Fuck. Okay. It's all right. We'll catch one one day. We will. It's It's lap 12. It's so long. It is. Uh, other trailer that dropped just this morning was a new Captain America Civil War trailer where we yeah. see Spider-Man throwing down. Yes. You got a metal arm? That's well, so cool. More like yeah. catching. Did what? More like catching an arm, not really throwing down. Well, he well, knocked the Falcon on his ass. He did. and I mean, oh, I the fact that, that he catches the oh, Winter yeah. Soldier's It's fist. not a spoiler. It's, it's a in the trailer. trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's right before he catches the punch. Yeah, oh. yeah. Drew, Drew doesn't have any more information Watch than you again. do. Yeah, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> God, I thought it was good because it shows that they're actually keeping Spider-Man as the like comedic, like teenage kid who's like, hey, right. he's got a metal arm. That's so cool. As he's blocking, he's almost like punch. a Deadpool. In Don't. Mm. Yes, a little more family-friendly Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just mouthy and whatever. On which Deadpool. Deadpool is the not family-friendly Spider-Man. <laughs> there it is. Like, if you have to ever explain Deadpool to your grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> since use that. that's what the creators kind of pitched him as. Spider-Man for be, adults. Yeah, Spider-Man for adults. Yeah. That's literally what they modeled him after. So He okay. will break your fourth wall. Yes, he it's will. Making me, it's making me wonder if, is Spider-Man in the movie really a small part, or are they just holding back and not letting like, not telling us, and all of a sudden he has a bigger part than we think he does. I, I don't know. You're curious about Spider-Man's part. <laughs> yes. Okay. Always have been. Okay. And that's yeah. Bandex? Come yep. on. How do you fit it in there? <laughs> so does that just come out of his wrist, or is it, like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Jazz. Oh boy. Jazz. So, uh. so they've already strayed from what we know from the Civil War premise Kind of. Correct. So he doesn't need to have the same role. He can just be quippy teen, number one. Yeah. Yep. The next generation of superhero. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, We're in for a rough generation if it's quippy teen number one era. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, potentially. That's what sells? Yeah. Question mark? Right. (laughs) Question mark? I'm I'm 31? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> uh, we'll see. You guys are so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Drew. What's the welcome. next segment, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why I need to dip Barry here. Not at all. Uh, We're so moving things along. They, the next uh, pictures leaked from the set of Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Sexy, sexy. Yep. Um, it is movie posters featuring Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. As the actor Simon Wilson Williams Williams or Wilson, this is why I need David Barry. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't know that one. It's I think it's Williams. That's what I wrote down. Um, which is the alter ego of Wonder Man from the Avengers. Oh, all right, yeah. ah, all right. So he may. It could just be a background Easter egg thing that's in there. We right. might see Wonder Man. Um, 
he is related to the whole Vision Scarlet Witch dynamic that could happen in the future in the Avengers. Okay. See that, but nobody else is familiar with that. So we're gonna move on. No, he was a voice, however, right in the first one, he was one of the inmates briefly. Yeah, the yeah. big blue guy that Groot shoves his fingers up the nostrils. <laughs> so he he was teased, and now he gets a part. Well, I think it's two separate things. Okay, because they're talking about how you can't be the same, right? Or if your your face can't be, be the same face, but you can have a voice somewhere else. Okay. He, well, Got he it. could also just be like Bruce Campbell to Sam Raimi with the Spider Man trilogy. Mm. All right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What that I don't means. know that reference. Well, that Bruce Campbell was in every single Spider-Man movie, but he was a different character. Mm. He was the announcer guy. Right. He was the usher in the second. Oh line. yeah. He was the like the French waiter? Didn't they do the same thing Kept with Lucy Lawless. Or was she just in one of them? Lucy Lawless. He was in one of them. Zena. Yeah, dude. She was the uh, hobo lady. What? Yeah, she was like, uh, giant, giant dude dressed up like a spider. Uh, sounds cool. Or sounds sexy. Oh, like that, that yeah. was Lucy Lawless. That was Lucy Lawless. She was also oh, in wow. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, all right. Show for a, few, a couple so, episodes. I've got to go back and watch two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah, that's actually when it started to get good, when she showed up. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Right? I bought, um, are we done with this? We can be done with it. We can this. be done with it. Yeah. I bought, because I have a, <laughs> we got a, couple minutes I have a sweet Segu. I bought <laughs> a Xena issue number one. Was... So we might have to go around the horn. Hey. Ooh. Nice. Not, not nice. But, Damn it. But that's not the plan. Okay. So, so, so around the horn real quick. I got Xena number one. Go. <laughs> no, we're and like next segment after that. There we go. Next segment now. What's yeah. The, yeah. What's the next okay. segment? True. <laughs> We have, I have a plan for going around the horn. Um, well, I wasn't going to talk about what we read because we had a reading assignment. Sure. Uh, I heard somebody only got to issue number two of five. On Xena? Yes, on Xena. <laughs> of our reading assignment. Yes. Oh, my God. It's, it's okay, Drew. It's right, a we, we have to do like... I have to like start documenting all the faces, like the hands on the forehead and stuff, right? so we can put it on the website. And like, faces of Drew. Yeah. What's he actually freaking out about now? And what's, then just what's put, this like, one mean? No, we put the quote underneath it. And the meme what, just, okay. <sighs> what caused this face? Yes. Yeah. Caption this. Or we could do a listeners guess what someone said. Yeah. <laughs> Who pissed off Drew this week? What the hell? Did I just fart? <laughs> so our reading assignment came from our own anthony steves nice uh who purchased it read it he's expanding his comic book uh repertoire we'll go with mm-hmm. that yep um so we all read we were all supposed to read daredevil the man without fear by yeah. frank miller did everybody else hit it i read it yeah i never got the okay <laughs> Oh, because you just got four. added to the the library today. Okay. D- did I actually get added? I I the, think DB was supposed to add you to the library because okay. he has permission to do so. Right. He has not yet. So I this, the hardware we'll store is still a work in progress. It is. Yes. We're still building the library. Yeah, yep. that's true. It's true. We so, have to make a copy of the key for you. Right. Yes. But it was closed. Yep. So it's okay. We'll make a copy tomorrow. It's a hardware store. We got a key maker. That's true. I'm going to read it anyway because I always wanted to read The Man Without Fear. Yep. Right. It's in my hand as we speak. It was, I mean, it it was pretty good. It was good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, written in 1993, so I had to keep that in mind when I was flipping through the pages. Right. With like the art style and everything. And some of the uh, wording. The wording, yep. 
Uh, art was by John Romita Jr. Yes. Who's big in Spider-Man? Did he have a... Th- or John Spider-Man, Romita? I thought- who did Barry, that? where are you? Right? That's why we need him here. He's going to be yelling at us when he listens <laughs> he to this. He's like, it's Batman, like, you no. be like, oh, really? Uh, it did, uh, he did kick ass. Out. John Romita Jr. did kick ass. Okay. Because when I opened the first few pages, I was like, oh, these look like the drawings from kick ass. And, and I had you... to look back at who was the artist. And I was like, oh, that's why. And it was Romita Jr.? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's all I got for right now. Uh, it is an origin story for Daredevil, mm-hmm. so we don't actually get to see him till the very end. So it's kind of like season one on Netflix, right? Bingo. Uh, we don't see him in his outfit until then, right? Uh, and then some other stuff kind of followed. I guess they probably took some inspiration for season two from yeah yep. from this story specifically. And we may or yes. may not talk about that later. Why am I so good at telegraphing? Years. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Steve's. What's the next segment? What's the next segment, uh, Steve's? <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so what did you I, think of the comic book, uh, Steve's? I Slash, why did you choose in, this work? What did I, I, after watching Daredevil on Netflix, the, the first season, mm-hmm. I was really intrigued by the character. I mean, all I had known about him was, of course, the... Ben Affleck film, <clears throat> and <laughs> when the show came on, and was totally like my opinion completely changed, and wanted to learn about it. So as the season two went on, I'm like, I'm gonna pick up the Man Without Fear and read it. And Daredevil's become one of my favorite Marvel characters just from that show and reading this one graphic novel. Um, it's the comic itself, like it's. It's very gritty. I feel the Frank Miller like Batman Year One treatment to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's becoming Daredevil. He's becoming this hero, and it just it it has that feel to it. Um, I I do comparing it to the having seen the show. It's where the show would have you present day with flashbacks. The comic goes from like very beginning. It's young Murdoch to his teen years to college to eventually becoming. The, the the demon of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, I, I love it. I feel like I he paced this one way better than he did year one. Like, this moved way better as a yeah. story. The arc was more interesting. There's more stuff happened. He introduced more people. It wasn't just Batman and Gordon kicking around the whole time. Yeah. Like, I don't What's know. wrong with Batman and Gordon kicking around the whole time? Just nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt that this one was, like, really eventful. I mean, it just kind of, it was over in five issues really quickly, but you feel like, you know... Stuff happened. They introduced the Kingpin. They introduced Electra. There's a lot of stuff happened. So, I guess I want to clarify this. Was this the beginning of the Daredevil story in 1993? Or he existed before that, right? I'm pretty sure he existed before this. Okay. And this was just when Miller took over? Right. Because he did the same exactly. thing for Batman. He created that, a whole new, you know, blank slate year one. Okay. I'm going to make a new origin story thing. So, I just think he's just doing that for So, this Daredevil was the well. first introduction of Kingpin and Electra. And they existed before, too. I think they existed already as well. Before 93? Okay. I want to say they existed. Yeah. This is becoming a game show. It is. Well, he, Where's David Barry? It looks like, like all he, David yeah. Barry. I want to say he did yes. the same. He did the same thing with... So, regarding Batman, Frank Miller started first with Dark Knight Returns, which you could say could kind of be the end of Batman's career. Right. And then when he was done there, he went right into Batman Year One. He wrote 
uh, uh, Daredevil Born Again with um, the same gentleman that he wrote uh, Year One with first, and that was like a later in Daredevil's career book, then went on to Man Without Fear, which goes back to the beginning. So it's like Frank Miller likes going with, I'm going to give you the ending. Now he's back to the beginning. Frank That's Tarantino. Uh, yeah. I'm reading the wiki, and yeah, Frank Miller created Electra in 1981. So yeah, I guess he, exactly what Steve said. Yep. And, nice. uh, and Wilson Fisk, um, aka Kingpin, was from 67. Boom. Yeah. I remember that I see like, older drawings of the Kingpin that weren't the Miller one. He was more of like kind of like egg that shape, one. right? Yeah, Even, yeah. I think kind of yeah. oddly shaped. He's like a big brick pillow of a man. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> and then D'Onofrio just did his damnedest. Oh God, did he? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how that makes me feel? I do now. <laughs> more Having seen the show things. was so cool when you get to the end and see. Oh look. There's the black bandana that covers his eyes. There's the black outfit. Oh my god! Exactly. It's interesting because I hadn't. This is one I had missed. I hadn't read, so I had seen the entire run of the show before I had read this, um, and it seems like a seminal work. So I go back and see all this. And I'm like, holy shit! The black costume was like totally a thing in this. I guess in 1993. Um, so it was cool to see how they did that. And then um, I guess what was really different, like Electra, was very different to me in the book. When she wasn't. Oh show. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Aesthetically, especially, but also. But we never got to see her in her. That's true. The costume we know her no. as, but we saw her as somebody kick ass. Right. Half naked. Half naked. <laughs> Frank Miller <laughs> style. It, was, it was the early '90s, so that's. It was. Yeah. She was overdressed, and it was Frank Miller. Yeah. Yeah, it's Frank Miller. <laughs> Ramada Jr.'s like, are you sure you want her half naked? It's like, trust me, bro. It's going to sell issues. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> We've made Frank Miller all creepy. Isn't we he didn't make him that. Creepy? No, that's Rob Liefeld. <laughs> oh, Frank Miller's just kind of a misogynist a little bit. No. Just a, li- just a little. Hello. So, yeah. I liked it. I liked it having having to go back to this from the show. Yeah. I found that more interesting. I, I've, I do like, I've read a whole bunch of stuff and then I see stuff that they make from it later on. And I usually nitpick it a lot more than I do when I, when I do a river is one of the first ones I reverse engineered like this. So I dug it. Tom, what did you think of your first two issues? Uh, I got to three. Um, you just got to three. He must be reading while he's talking right now. Is this how you do school? Yeah, it's really hard. Um, well, actually, I got to the <laughs> beginning of four. Yeah, dude. Like, Why does the story keep changing? Actually, I, got, I don't know. Now you're at the beginning of four? Uh, yeah, I got to the beginning of four. Anyways, so what I think about it, um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, you know the show adapted it really, really well. Um, the one thing I really did kind of miss, but it's forgivable, was like the where Matt creates the rule should equal a law thing. You haven't got there yet. That's in issue five. No, no that's in the first one. When, like he's like, I broke the rule, or like when my dad hit me, or dad hit me. It's like right rules should be laws, and I was like, oh, that's really freaking good. And they didn't. I don't think they did that in the show. So I was like, oh, it's kind of like why does he have such a high sense of like justice and honor, kind of? And it's like in this, it's like they do it kind of right out the bat. It did. I guess they kind of brush past. Some of the dad stuff early on. It yeah. was the first episode, but 
And well, Terry, too yeah. long on that. I mean, I think a lot of origin stuff is pretty much just pandering to, like, you know, open audiences. But, I mean, like, the way comic books kind of do it, like, they can do, you know, make the dad not really a hero, but semi a hero. So it's, like, it's kind of good. It, I don't know. Like, I kind of, I, I wish I would have saw a little bit of that in in this TV show. But, um, yeah, in the first three issues, they were really good. I liked it. And Electra, she's just giant hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind, of a, that's kind of a running theme through this, the hero, not quite hero, like shitty hero, willing to kill, yeah. kind of villain thing. I think they explore that too. I forget which issue it's in, but asking uh, before the issue actually starts, it said something about like what makes a, he would have made a really good villain, mm-hmm. yeah. except yeah. for, you know, having I, switched over to like, he got caught on the hero side, but he has all the makings of this extraordinary villain and it just didn't happen yeah. that way. I'm right at that point, so oh. I haven't read anything past that. That's pretty good. It was a good intro. Spoiler it was just alert. in the middle of the. You read all this <laughs> for Tom. Spoiler alert for Tom. He didn't do his homework. It's your fucking uh, fault. Oh. <laughs> what happens when you mix uh, iron and oxygen? Hold on. Frantic page flipping. <laughs> I didn't have access to the library, guys. You gotta lock the door on me, baby. What? <laughs> How did I have the key to this? Because I, 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 I feel like I should have been also been. I forgot to give them a key. Oh, like a month ago. Uh, I was like naked reading. You're like no more key for you. And I was like, oh, because oh. you read naked apparently. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. No, nope. <laughs> what Mama don't know won't hurt her. <laughs> Come on, she knows. Read. She knows now. Yeah, <laughs> taking that key away again. <laughs> Tom, don't tell anybody Why, you do that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so Daredevil. Daredevil. I bet that I, guy doesn't read naked. I think it's safe to move on to comparing uh, Daredevil TV series with the comic book that we read. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, especially season two because we see a lot of what happened in the Man Without Fear in season two. Yeah. Uh, Steve's, do you want to lead off? I'm going to start off with when it comes to what Marvel puts out. Daredevil to me is the best thing they do. It's I I'm always someone who first off I lean toward the heroes that aren't always super powered. Granted, Superman's in right there behind Batman, but otherwise I like the guys who are pretty much close to being as human as possible. Batman, Murdoch, uh, Oliver Queen, guys who because they show the symbol of you're not invincible, you're not. You're not um, immortal, but you're taking a stand that other people don't do. Where everyone else is like, well, man, this city sucks. Uh, too bad no one does anything about it. These guys are going to do something about it. And the, what Daredevil does in season two, it's the conflict with, with Punisher and how far do you go when it comes to making a stand. You, that greenness that's in the comic, uh, I felt portrayed. I mean, it's, it's all right there on that screen. So well done. And, it's funny because Jeff Loeb, who produces Daredevil, his Daredevil story was considered to be more like a romantic comedy versus like a, a dark, gritty thing. Yet he's the one who's producing something that could pretty much be Frank Miller's book on screen. Word. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I plucked it from your mind. We had a little uh, issue in the studio, so we all kind of tuned out for a minute. We did. I, I, I caught um, a mic or a uh, speaker I just, like a Jedi. Yeah. I have a raging love for Daredevil. There you have it. There it is. I like it. No, it's very well said. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And not just because he's Catholic. I promise. Not just- 
<laughs> I don't believe you. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt his chances though either. No. Uh, maybe maybe it's one of the reasons. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I think what they chose to omit from the story, or right? I think specifically, kind of what they pulled out of that for season two. So they had a whole bunch of stuff going on. They brought Fisk back and then did Punisher stuff, which didn't exist in the comic. But it was like a whole bunch of Electra, a whole bunch of stick, like just these you know the things that they they pulled out of there and made really important for season two. Although it was mm-hmm. interesting, whatever they had pulled, because it wasn't all of the, the trade. It was just these things that they're like, that's interesting. Pull it out, put it in the mess that is, is season two, along with the Punisher and Fisk and, you know, everything else. So it didn't have all of, you know, Fisk going crazy with his plotting or, you know, trying to take <laughs> over or going to jail or any of that. But, and I also thought it was weird what they chose to do with Elektra. I like Electra. She's a cool character, and they just the, made the her show. Um, yes, I'm gonna because she's slightly more three dimensional in the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I. Now I'm gonna say I like her better in the show, in the series or in the uh, comic in the trade. She's just you know a one dimensional, yeah, like a one dimensional version of. I would say what she is in the show. In the show, they they go pretty far into like kind of why she's like that she doesn't have the whole family thing like her dad but they kind of her messing with matt for a whole season and yeah egging him on and kind of like i guess fulfilling whatever the black sky was what was she the yeah mm-hmm. you're right trying to do all that stuff so they, they give her a whole lot to do in season two but then she's also a little uh broken in an awkward way yeah, like she has very that, awkward you, way. A strange smile. Do you still like me? Like, yeah, that was some yeah. weird stuff with her in the series. But like in the book, it's just like chase me, and then she puts a car off of a ledge, and then they have sex, and then it's like I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. And then her arc is finished. She does. So, I mean, it's all kind of there, but they really like pulled you know, six feet of character out of one foot of character in the book. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What happened? I was just, I was just talking about Electra. <laughs> oh. <So> who's asking? <laughs> I thought someone called me. Hey, like, new new podcast. Who this? Tom, Tom, Tom. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> no, man. So you're trying to do homework and you're not even paying attention in class. God. No, I heard you, but then you were, say, you were speaking. I heard you talking about, you know, one foot of character, six foot of character, and then all of a sudden I said, Tom, I was like, what? What's up? <laughs> Man, like, they really did a lot with Electra. Tom. That's how I end every uh, sentence. That's a period. So that was like... Uh, my, my... Go ahead. Go, Tom. Okay, so you want me to talk about it then, I guess? <laughs> uh, yes. yes. That one. Oh, I, I, I got the signal. I got the signal. Yes. Um, I don't know. I with so I mean, season one was all right for me. Um, I kind of just didn't feel like I cared a lot about Daredevil. Wait, was it? What, I see all these hands going on. It's nothing. Just Tom, talk about. They don't it. see it. You keep going. Um, so I, I don't know. It's first season. I felt like I really didn't give a crap about like uh Matt or like Daredevil. I actually cared more about like Foggy and like uh, Aaron mm. because like they were more human about it. Like. I felt like Daredevil was kind of like, oh, you're going to just kind of get to know like what happened, what got him to this point where he's like a vigilante. Um, but in the second season, they did a lot more of him like trying to really see like where does the road lead you? Um, and the whole debate between like, 
if you go to a certain point, there's no coming back. And that's what the Punisher really had to offer. And, you know, the first three episodes of season three, like, totally, like, jump-started me. I'm like, okay, this is fucking awesome. I'm, you know, stroking myself. It feels good. Whoa. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know where he's in prison. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I think he's going to, like, what am I going to do? And Sandy plea, and I don't know. And um, I don't know, but with... Uh, with season two, I get I like a lot the kind of like they get to do what like Batman vs Superman couldn't do really. It's like have the entire debate of you know like killing, not killing, one side of justice, the other side of justice. All this stuff have me. You're on this other side. We have to like kind of like fight you know our principles and have to see like which one's actually like good at the end. And also at the end, we're all best friends and chummy over the course of like 13 hours. So you know it's a very good fleshed out story. Um. I didn't. I didn't finish Man Without Fear, so I don't know if there's ninjas at the very end. But I really don't feel like ninjas look that great. Hold on, on I'm gonna. TV. I'm gonna put on the uh, the glasses, the Steve's glasses. Uh, actually, the plural of ninja is ninja, and no, there were not any at the end of the story. The ninjai. <laughs> I was um, ninjai. <laughs> the ninjai. Come um, on. Um, I feel like I don't know. Like to me. It, like they just didn't look good, or as like this kind of like force They're... that just came in, and I don't know. Like, it, it Steve's like, face. I felt like League of Assassins has done better, and like I don't know. I feel like you could have done it a little bit better. I just I don't know. For some reason, it just didn't feel like they were all that threatening to me. Like Nobu felt pretty pretty threatening, and like I don't know. I was just like that. Well, that's because right, Nobu just... wouldn't die. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess it's because like, when you That's said, why like, he was threatening. Cause it's, like, I don't know, because like, they're like henchmen looking, right? And it's like you see him like have struggle with one of them, and it's like a kid. And then Electra does that, and you just know what You know, that's like whatever. <laughs> so kind of just like, okay, well, there's ninjas now. And is he going to beat him? Of course he's going to beat him. I don't know. Like You don't really feel too threatened from them, for me, at least. I don't know. Sounds like you're pulling yourself out, uh, like remembering it's a TV show and being like, ah, Daredevil wins. <laughs> that hospital scene with the ninjas ninja oh <gasps> ninja it's like barry with the medias varying social medias come on the he's not here cool. so i can pick on him <laughs> <laughs> i thought that scene was creepy I, I i felt the ninja was they were they were threatening enough for me uh, i agree with you uh, episode three is my favorite episode in the entire series which is the debate between Frank and Matt on the rooftop yeah, about killing versus non-killing. John Berthal, who plays Punisher and was Shane on Walking Dead, for someone like myself who always pictured Thomas Jane as being the only Punisher, and that's the only person I want to see as Punisher, John Berthal freaking nailed Frank Castle beautifully. Agree he had completely. Perfect. I believed him as Frank Castle. Yeah. I believe that no matter how many times you hit him, he would just smile, spit blood, and keep going at you. Through his broken-ass uh, nose. <laughs> he'll give you the, 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 cell, uh, the cell fight, which was an amazing... <laughs> that scene, which it shows the difference between Frank and Matt. Matt Murdock has the, the stairwell fight where he takes out the whole Sons of Anarchy in one whole fight. I call him Sons of Anarchy, sorry. You should. The whole, the whole scene. He wipes out the whole club, but doesn't kill anybody. And then we fast-forward to Frank pretty much kills the entire cell block which shows the two different sides of these two guys who are both looking for justice one wants to do it without death the other doesn't give a shit how many people he kills right and just that that the parallel the, the just the the comparing of the two characters 
I like the damn hand. They are the League of Shadows of Daredevil's life, but I thought they were perfect. I thought they were well done. I think that episode was probably the most pivotal of that season. Like that was, I think, the defining, the, th- the thematic episode of that season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, oh. I guess you can also, if you want to look, like, in terms of, of, like, the theory and meaning, like, Daredevil's fight is supposedly a one-shot, although you can kind of technically see where they cut. And then Punisher's is, like, very gruesome, very, you know, like, visceral kind of, like, cuts to, like, the action points. So it's kind of, like, very all-in-your-face. Mm-hmm. Word. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. You just, you just really believed it with John Bernthal's acting. Like, I never felt like, here's yeah. an actor just playing Frank Castle. No, I felt fucking was Frank Castle. Like, the studying I'm just thinking of that that actor did to get the character right, I will always think of him as Punisher now. Right. Just and he's, like, he's not a bad actor anyway. He was in Walking Dead and people hate him, but he was a good actor in it. Oh, he's a great actor. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I just like what that dude does. The fact that he's getting beaten up by Fisk in prison, and he still kind of chuckles after the beating and sits back up like nothing happened. All right. And he, he, he headbutts Fisk first. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm like, holy shit, you just headbutted Fisk. That yeah. just shows that. I mean, that's Frank. That's Frank Castle. I don't, you could be eight feet tall. I'm going to hit you nuts. I don't care. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Punisher's always been like a tertiary character, at least in a second. He always shows up in somebody else's storylines in the Marvel stuff. Like he'll be in Thunderbolts or whatever. Um, but I would, I think I would watch an entire, at least a season of John Bernthal's Punisher on Netflix. If they yes. release some Netflix yes. thing, I would, I'd be hooked for at least a season. I'd watch that for sure. I want it. <laughs> I heard that about you. <laughs> hey, Aren't they in, in talks about it, right? No. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. Rumors floating around, but nothing could be like a one season. No. No? Uh, there's been rumors, but nothing that's actually set. Nothing. Get our lifeline, Dr. Barry. He knows. He knows? Yeah. He, he knows everything. Is it a, I'll take a 50-50. <laughs> well, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> it could go, I go either way on that one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I heard that about you. Too. Did you know? Oh, I meant the 50 Okay. I was trying to make a joke that didn't go at all. So. I was like, did you hate John Bernthal Punisher? No, I liked it. Okay. It was all good. All right. Uh, all good. It, it was chill. It was chill. All right. Is this fam? <laughs> I That's Bay right there, though. That's, That's Bay. Bay. No. I don't know how these words work. I Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did like, I though, when I was reading The Man Without Fear and they had Stick talking, I was like, that's totally the actor. Um, Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn, yeah. Um, hey, hell, it looked like him. That's <laughs> looked, Well, it looked like him, but like when I read it in my head, it was it was his voice, yeah. like the same yep. manners and the same way he talked. <laughs> He's failed us, got him loose. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so it was, it was really good to have uh, the actors, the way he delivers those lines that I could use when I was reading the lines in the comic book. Right. It was like an audio book. Same way, yeah. Yeah, it was an audio book. He did a good job. I think overall with that series, like, I I was excited to see it because it was gritty, but I was a little turned off. I'm like, ugh, Daredevil, blood, fists. And I was like, all right, I could get tired of this. And then I didn't. I was just, I, it surprised me. Mm-hmm. Somebody reca- didn't. recap the end for me. Of Daredevil. Season two. Uh, season two. I may have been reading other comic books when I was finishing the series. Okay. And it was a few weeks ago. Uh, um, the hand was defeated. Yep. Matt reveals to uh, Karen that he's Daredevil. Okay. Uh, Frank 
burns down his house, but before doing so, takes a CD that was hidden behind a family picture mm-hmm. okay. out of it and walks out of the walks out of the house as it blows up, which okay. kind of again hints to something more with Frank down the road. Yep. Also, cool guys don't look at explosions. Exactly. He kept that going. All right. Got it. <laughs> and what's her toes? The trope lives. Got shot uh, Electra or was stabbed. Placed- Side, uh, a giant stone that bell tomb. that thing thing okay i remember that part i just couldn't remember by the hand okay. so you saw it i, I, I yeah, saw it good. i just yeah, you got it. needed the connections okay. thanks guys yeah stick had a cool decapitation scene that walked away like the cool guy that he is decapitated oh, himself yeah. the some kid, kid the right nobu 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 oh yeah you're not oh, he's yeah. like you're not coming back this time yeah right yeah okay bingo big ass like, and, and, and Took him Frank out, like, had the cool line of saying, Daredevil, see you around, Red. Walked away. Yeah. I have a feeling that what they did with Elektra is going to end up in uh, Iron Fist. Really? Yeah. Why do you, mm. why do you, why do you think that? Um, because the immortal Iron Fist like has like those uh, like those mystical properties and stuff to the storyline. That's so, true. Like, now that they've opened up the whole Black Sky thing and all that, I feel like that might lead over um, into into that story kind of be like the thing that ties them together thematically there were like little hints of kunlun kind of throughout that thing i thought they were going to bring whoever they got for him in by the end of the season and they didn't right because yeah because the hand showed up that would have been kind of interesting um but also legit the the madam thing as well right Madam gal baby yeah um she was tied (laughs) into iron fish as well i forget exactly how the The symbols that they used on the drug packages are the dragons that he has tattooed on On his his chest yeah And then when she said she's returning home, but it's further, Much further away. Yeah, yeah, that was totally. her going back to Kunlun. Yeah, all makes sense now. Yeah, because China so not good. that far, so good. Right. China, not according to Arrow. Oh, there he is. No. <laughs> but Kunlun, like, it's, it's like thirteen mile jaunt north of China. That's much further away. <laughs> you yeah. go to China and then you still have to go more places. Wow. And then there's you have like to go further. <laughs> mystical door or something you have to go through too. Right. Yeah. That has to be. Is, generated does Airbnb have places power. there? I no? think they might. They're really low rated though on Airbnb. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I like look it up. Yeah. It's anything like the league. It's horrible. Um. <laughs> We got through all this stuff. I was gonna say, don't don't, I was don't make me say what's the next segment. <laughs> well, if it's if we're out of time, it's time to go around the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Xena now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're just holding Zena. your mouth sheepishly. Did we? We went through the reading assignment part so fast. <laughs> so fast. So fast. I still have like another ten Dude, minutes. Dude, Seriously. we kept it popping. Like, yeah, uh, we did. Did we make you proud? No. Because <laughs> I was. Playing. I can. I, I can add that the uh, the artist um, J- John Romita Jr. Yeah. Uh, aside from one series with DC Comics for Superman. Yep. Everything else has been Marvel. Okay. Spider Man, Avengers, Black Panther, Cable, Captain America, Daredevil, uh, the Eternals. Fantastic Four, Punisher, Warzone. Uh, he did and Kick Kick Ass, of course, as well. Kick Ass and Hit Girls series. And when he did, uh, I guess there were Marvel DC crossovers. And he did a Punisher Batman Deadly Knights crossover. Are you going to read that one next? <laughs> I might. It's got Punisher and Batman. That's yep. <laughs> Whatever. You got all that from the internet. <laughs> no, man. This is from my yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a good attempt at denial, though. It was, I applaud it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Has anyone been keeping up with the shows? Flash, Arrow? Uh, I watched all of Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Good, right. Uh, absolutely nothing else. <laughs> I haven't seen I've, the most uh, recent Flash. I've, oh, sorry, my bad. I've watched all of Arrow, Flash. I have not seen the finale for Supergirl yet, but otherwise I've seen everything but that for Supergirl, which I enjoy. Uh, I need to find my way back to Gotham because it's been a long time since I've watched just because I'm watching all these other superhero shows. Do you? The last time I last time I watched well, last time I saw Gotham, Do you when know? Jerome, the alleged Joker, died. That's how far back I am. Spoilers, uh, man. Dude, Dude Jerome been, never died. Or wait, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't die. Okay. I'm watching Supergirl. She's great. I like. Her. As long as Morris Day is around, good. Jerome will never die. Right. Thank you. I am all for Benoist. I um, did. I did finish Supergirl. Nice. This season. Did. Yep. Good. It ended pretty well. Okay. Ended well. Okay. Right. Yeah. Did they, they, got, they got picked up for season two, right? Yep. Yep. So I think that'll be good. It was that, a good cliffhanger. Is that watchable on Netflix, Hulu, something? Uh, no. Just TV. CBS app. Maybe the CBS on, app. Yeah. On okay. the website. On the website. Yeah. All right. Uh, I love the Flash crossover with her. That was. That was yeah. I was going to ask you about that, Steve. Did you, did you have you seen Flash yet? I have, yeah. Kind of, uh, well, not not as of this recording. I have seen last week's Flash. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Not because there's oh, one cause happening there's right one. now, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Or yeah. a couple hours ago. <laughs> Did they do the one. Kevin Smith one yet? No, not yet. That okay, one so just finished filming. Okay. Yeah. That's I enjoyed the Flash and Supergirl were very comedic with each other. They were like they were like nerdy, infatuated with each other. So that made me chuckle and laugh throughout the series. Even had a dig at CW. On that show, did they? Oh there was yeah, a, when Cat um, Grant, Calista Flockhart, yep. who's Kara's boss, they're all there. It's her. It's Flash, who's just Barry. They don't know he's Flash, and Jimmy Olsen, and she's like, "You guys look like a horrible version of a young CW cast," and they're just <laughs> looking around. And was, oh, little dig there. Wow, yeah, it's a nice little dig. <laughs> it was funny though. It was it was a, a good crossover, and it, we understand the worlds that they live in. So it, I liked it. Yeah. I was a little disappointed. Um, well, it was unfortunate how the production schedules kind of got out of whack. So, like, the last episode of Flash was actually supposed to air before, um, like, or, or sometime, or actually the same week, I think, as the um, the little Supergirl because he's wearing that chest crossover. piece, right? The, yeah. that makes him go yeah. faster. Exactly the tachyon tachyon device, but um, <laughs> it just sounds so weird. <laughs> It's like Professor Frank. The tachyon uh, transmitter on your chest. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Steve's do it. Do nerd voice. uh, The tachyon uh, (laughs) from issue 45 back in the early 90s. We we haven't touched on this yet, though. We did lose someone in in the Arrow family, allegedly. Oh, gosh. So controversial. Really? Why is it controversial? I I like that. All right. Elicity must die. Really? No! What? And they kill kill Laurel instead. Laurel's dead. She was like, Black Canary is dead. (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Terrible. She'll come back. Wait, well, no, so. they said that she's staying dead. Oh, like, man. staying they dead. They always say that. Yeah, but what's weird, though, no is that she, she's going to be on the next episode of Flash because it's it's going to have oh, people from another over. Right. Yep. 
<laughs> Long live Black Mary. Long uh, live Black Mary. Aren't you dead? Right. But it's supposed to be her mom. Uh, no. I'm a... Uh, bl- uh, Maybe it'll be like the real one, like the real Black Canary that Wait, can actually like. Isn't, fight. Yeah. Didn't they cast her mom on the show on Arrow? On Arrow, yeah, yeah. But well, but she's. I know it, it's from another Earth. It's Dina, right? Oh, it's yeah, Dina. Dina. Okay, yeah. which is Dina. the. What was <laughs> I'm my own mom in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. Anything goes in Earth too. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, it's a musical over there. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Arrow, uh, something. I love happening. Arrow, but I don't like the turn they just took with that. Yeah, like, that was. I terrible. heard it's been dipping too. Like people are still loving the Flash, but the Arrow is actually taking a downturn. It is because it's still like not you don't current. know what what's gonna happen. Like it's just like I don't know. It's just it's been a weird funk that everyone like, no one likes each other. Everyone's all pissy, and it's just like guys, Jesus, like why does the villain even have to be here? You guys suck right now. <laughs> and there's one thing that doesn't help too and i'm gonna point i'm gonna shout out to mr j lopez who pointed this out to me j lopez who's a loyal listener that's right loyal listener i said that um, <laughs> shout out j lopez we have those when you when you watch Lovely. daredevil and you see and again they're on netflix arrows on cw you're gonna have a different production value there but yeah. when fights and action scenes happening in daredevil they seem fluid. It's like it, it doesn't seem like there was a cut in the film, and or everyone's in a set position. It's just fluid fighting, and I never caught it until after watching Daredevil. Now when I watch Arrow, it's like you know you that see. the fights. It's all you see. They're in a they're in a stop position. It's stunt doubles, of course, and you yeah. can tell that it's not. It didn't feel like a fluid fight. You know what I mean? And I swings a fist. There's three seconds of darkness, and then somebody reels backwards. Yeah, it's very much like a, it. They attempt to edit it like it's one of the Nolan Batman movie fight scenes. Okay. Like that's the attempt, but yeah, it, but it, it, yeah, it, it's it, not fluid. And Daredevil ruined it for me because Daredevil is fluid and beautiful. And Arrow, I'm like, I love you, Arrow, but now that this is out, uh, your guys, your fight scenes aren't as fluid and realistic to me as they should be. Steve, it didn't ruin it for you. It gave you standards. It gave you a right. standard to look for, <laughs> like right. No, it's true. The the Daredevil fight scenes seem like they're like very cinematic, like out of a movie, and then the uh, Arrow, the Arrow Power fight Ranger scenes fight seem scenes. like a, I love yeah. Power Rangers, but they're Power Ranger fights. Yeah, right. you know very, when the fight's coming. Yeah, pretty much. It's just putties, man. I still love Arrow. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Is this some kind of cultural knock? Is that what they're trying to do there? I don't know. What, what, putty culture? Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Mm. Just You just hit them in the chest, they explode. That's all that matters. <laughs> I think Power Rangers is culturist. Culture? Mm. I didn't want to not realize this. Not to be go of Jason David Frank ever. Mm. 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 <laughs> Word. Right. Tommy for life, right, Tom? Tommy for life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Green Ranger fam. Right. Well, I guess Damn, we're not going to talk. Man. We're not going to talk about the Rangers movie, are we? No, <laughs> no. Drew, right no. Drew looked up so quick. They, they Besides did, Elizabeth Banks, we have no news. They did start a Power Ranger comic book, though. It's on it issue two, I think. Now, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. It was, did they start with Seriously? pink or green? What? What? Then they, the Power Rangers didn't they have like? Um, are they focusing on different? Or is that variant issues? Variant? That's variant issues. I think okay. there's a pink one coming out soon. Okay. Uh, oh, Kimberly. Hello. Yep. But the main story has been focusing on the Green Ranger so far. It's That's right after he becomes good, air quotes. Right. Um, and switches oh teams. My God, I so it's 
yeah, you should. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. I got to read this. Yeah. Uh, this will be the 21st it, series I'm reading. It takes you back Does he still have his dagger flute? I, yes. Yes. Mm. Yep. That was he does. intriguing. Oh, my God. Best part. So good. <laughs> but it's kind of weird because you're like, you're not so sure if it's it. supposed to be like set in the 90s. Oh. Or if it's set now because I think they still text message, but they never, they didn't do that. Right. In the TV <laughs> show. So you're like, uh, how did they? They're getting a, a text over their little fax, their pager. Yeah, <laughs> the watch, their watches. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, like Apple Watch. Why do they need the watches they're, they're if they watches. have the phones? It was. It's Apple. You've got one on. I have an Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. it's that. And Zordon comes on. <laughs> Zordon created the Apple Watch. Zordon. I knew it. Zordon, get out of the bathtub. Oh yeah, check that one out. Uh, He's in a back to tank. So at this point, I think I'm gonna try and get us back on track. He's the face of Bo. Because I can think I can make this happen. All right, what's the uh, next segment, Drew? Next week. <laughs> next week is uh May sixth, twenty sixteen. That is the release of Captain America Civil War. Thank God. Also Holy May the God. May the sixth be with you. May the sixth be What? What? Wanna run through the sixth? Revenge of the sixth? No, but I totally heard that they were switching uh Star Wars Day to not be the fourth, and I told whoever told me that, yeah, to stop. <laughs> Good. I was like, even if it's true, okay. like, just don't tell me that shit. Okay. It doesn't make sense if it's not May the fourth. Okay. I think this is it's like Revenge of the Sixth, right? Chosen Revenge of the Sixth. Has everyone chosen their side in Civil War? Thank yep. you, Steve's. That was my question for around the horn. I so. Are we going to talk about this in like a month? We'll probably talk about this in like a week. All right. <laughs> Next week. But I want you to but choose you, a choose a side. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, right now. Choose a side. I've got a side. A me? Yeah. Cap. Cap. Yup. Cap. It has to be. Uh I'm Cap and so is David Barry. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Barry. <laughs> Pressure's on you, Steve. Uh, Steve's. By my glorious facial hair. Oh, he's Cap too. Tony Stark. Oh. Hey, nice. You got some uh stuff in your yeah, I'm some, sorry yeah. you get some yeah. schmutz right there schmutz. i think it's boogies <laughs> get, him, get him out sorry. of there tom um team cap team iron you know, man i remember i want to tell a little story i mean like i'm team cap but i remember when like civil war after civil war came out and they had like the avengers assemble series where it was like kids being trained by war machine and i was really digging that so i was like oh maybe i might be team iron man but i'm team cap what kind of parent uh, are I'm you if you alone. let I'm your alone. kid I get like trained like by that. someone named War Machine? <laughs> oh, <laughs> badass kid. But like, if your kid can shoot like, lightning out of his hands, I, yeah. you can keep probably him at home. Like, too much expectation. Or... Like, you need to be like War Machine. <laughs> <laughs> just going to say Cap adopted a terrorist, Scarlet Witch. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. That's, I'm just I mean, saying. He... Hey, that is Scarlet <laughs> Washing, and I will not stand for it. Hey, uh, <laughs> Scarlet Washing. <laughs> So is Steve, uh, so since you're the only one yeah. going for Iron Man, why? Uh, uh, well, besides Iron Man being my favorite. He has a, bo- um, a man boner for Tony Stark. Because of duty. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> there it is on your lip again. Of, Get it off um, there. God damn it. There's, there's a little duty on <laughs> your mustache. Little... <laughs> All the duty um, you need. I, I feel for <laughs> Tony because he sees... That no matter how many lives they save, that there is destruction that they've also caused. And that maybe there is a different approach they can take. And even though I think Cap is awesome, I'm going with Tony Stark because Tony Stark's my favorite. Mm. 
Speaking of my choice, baby. Hey, I'm fighting. I'm, I'm one versus all over here. I, I, I like it. I just don't like when somebody puts themselves on a guilt trip and is like, oh, I have to do, like, the penance run is, is, is it's weak it's sauce the, to me. Hey, it's, it's the Catholic guilt, okay? I'm going back it to it. It must be. Is Tony See, Stark Catholic? So, no, I am. That's oh, why I'm going back. Okay. And it's the reason he loves Daredevil. <laughs> we get the truth. <laughs> you denier. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pray the Rosary real quick after this. So yeah. Anybody with Team Cap? <laughs> it's in his left hand now. You know, speaking of Civil War and speaking of Daredevil, I'm really like, I mean, I guess I'm a little sad. I mean, I had no real expectation for it, but I'm really like bummed that I will never see the Daredevil giving Iron Man the, the coin in his mouth. Remember that one part uh, in Civil War? From the comic, yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, this is this will be your 32nd piece of silver because like, that's like the cost of like betrayal. Yeah, Judas. Judas to Jesus. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Like, that, I don't know. That, that was pretty cool. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, you got two sides of, you know, like, that Christian guilt, you know what I'm talking about? That's I know. Steve's desk. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it would have been nice to have Reed Richards in it, too, because mm. of, uh... Like, Jessica Alba. Yeah. <laughs> Just Miles Teller looking good for thirty five. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. Uh. Just because like he and Tony were feeding off of each other, they had like this kind of synergistic, you know, like chemistry going on on why this is a good idea and you know like you know what the contingency plans would be if you know certain people didn't get down with the plan. They were, they were kind of egging each other on. So sister nerds. Yeah. Essentially. So it um kind of sucks that that part won't be in there, but I'm sure that's what um with the general and Tony will kind of be doing and they'll probably be taking up that, that, uh, that chemistry, that dynamic kind of fusion around why this is needs to be done. Or they could do that. With, hey, you know, um, you know, Pim, I admit it's they? cool. Or Lang. Uh, Cap's got Kunu on his side. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> Still going with Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> That's the forgetting can... Sarah Marshall reference. Everyone. Ah, uh, got it. <laughs> All red. All red. All red. Kunu um, <laughs> means Chuck. It means Chuck. What's happening? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> We're in studio for now. problems Everyone's again. Learning. We are. It's there's there are wires that are way too taut. <laughs> Spirit of Barry is like haunting us right now. Look, <laughs> you guys are killing me. Look, man. I think they could still nerd out if they have Ant Man on their side. He was the other scientist guy that would, you know, it was Pym back in the day, but yeah, it's like the, this guy's just an electric He's engineer. Just, yeah. it was so kind of they cool that, fucked it up again. What if the carpet matches are pubes? Kunu, baby. He said, "Not you're from London." <laughs> Yeah, oh for Drew's God. sake, I think we better go around the horn. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, we just did. I'm just kidding. What's the last segment, Drew? I don't you know. see him anymore. He's that gone. was it. That was it. All right. I, um, I don't see Drew anymore. I'm worried. No, yeah. He re- Do you want to sign off first? Is that your? Uh, <laughs> is that your <laughs> fucking yes. flag of service? I, uh, uh, I don't have anything white to wave to show that I've given up. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I am Drew McClintic at Drew JMC. Mm-hmm. Also for David Barry at Dr Barry. To my left. Oh, 
Curtis at Existential Romeo at Calm Down Warning to my left. Justin Piper at That Mad Piper. That's it. To- this is Tom uh Tall Dark Not Ugly on Everything on Everything on Everything. Mm-hmm. Bay, bay, bay day, bay day. No. <laughs> <laughs> and- I am the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. For your Capels Crusaders, I now say from the new issue of Black Panther number one, it is not enough to be the sword. You must be the intelligence behind it. We're the Crusaders. Good night, everyone. Cue those fucking violins. (laughs) That's Bebo. No, what? (laughs) 